This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Hey, it's Chris Kirkpatrick, and welcome to the Executive Job Search Secrets Podcast. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about the four pitfalls to avoid on your job search. We all know most executive level positions are not posted or advertised. So the big question is this. If those 100K plus jobs are not posted or advertised, how do you go about your job search in a way so you can find the right companies, connect with the right people, and land your next ideal opportunity as quickly as possible and without compromise? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Chris Kirkpatrick, and welcome to Executive Job Search Secrets. All right, so this is a fun one for me. I, I, lo- I love to do this. I love to kind of put lists together, top four, top five things to avoid, things to do, uh, because I think it's really easy when you enter the job search world to get overwhelmed by uh, the process or lack of process and just kind of be scattered and uh, think about too many things, because ultimately what it all boils down to is it's really simple. Um, it's not easy. Uh, but the process that you have to go through for your job search uh, should be simple. If it's complex, my guess is you're doing something wrong. Um, but this one, even though I like to do a lot of lists, the four pitfalls to avoid on your search really has to do more uh, with mentality, with cycle, with uh, psychology, um, and ultimately making sure that you are following the right processes and, and not doing what everybody else does. Uh, one of the things um, that I that I can tell you is that if you look around, the U.S. Department of Labor accounts for the really high incomes because the bottom line is, uh, you know, the idea of 20 months of a job search, yes, it can happen. And quite frankly, I've seen it happen time and time again to people. Um, but it, I don't think that's the norm. Uh, I think uh, for a, a $200,000 income earner to take a year is not outside the realm of normalcy. Um, but that said, it is what it is. So, um I'm a big fan just kind of getting into this also uh, of quotes. If you've heard me, I, I, I hear little one-liners uh, and quotes and stuff. When they resonate with me, they kind of stick in my head. Um, I love it because it's it's kind of what gets me through the day. I mean, I'm no different than anybody else. I struggle a lot with different things and I need different motivations. And um, I'm huge into self-development and I love just pushing myself. And um, I hear these one-liners and they... they focus me, they motivate me, they, they keep me uh, focused in the right areas to, to be effective and get the job done. So um, one, of the, one of the big ones uh, that, that always sticks with me is if you want uh, 1% results, you can't do what 99% of the people out there are doing. And I think that's relevant to this because uh, I think pitfall number one that I would say to avoid is you're doing what everybody else is doing. Um, you're going about your search like everybody else. You're looking at job boards. You're sending out your resumes. Maybe you're calling a few of your buddies or friends or colleagues uh, and letting them know that you're available, that you're in the job market. And if they know of anything, um, then, you know, here's my resume. You give them your resume and you say, keep me in mind or pass it along. And there's no more certain way to, to not get results with your job search than going about that process. And if you do you're going to end up like the majority of the people that are getting those poor results uh, that are taking that long time or, or, or kind of having those uh, Department of Labor statistics of one month for every $10,000 of income. Um, there's no reason as an executive that you shouldn't start seeing traction 
in your job search relatively quickly. You may not get the results and, and have a job offered to you. I promise you, if you do what everybody else is doing and go to those job boards and follow the, the process that, that, quite frankly, is just the standard process that most people follow, you're going to end up with those results. And so that's one of the reasons that I do what I do. And, and we create the systems and the tools and the support and the courses. And it's one of the reasons I do this podcast and I'm writing the book and doing all these things because I want to be able to have uh, a resource or offer a resource for people, uh, for executives, for quite frankly, all job seekers, because what works for executives will work for everybody. Um, it's just at the executive level, it's essential for you to do it and, and going about your job search like management level or mid-level people and under is not going to be effective for you. So that is number one is, is do not just do something because everybody else is doing it. If you do, you're, you're going to, you're going to suffer because of it. So pitfall number two that I find that uh, people kind of fall into or struggle with uh, a little bit is that they simply feel uncomfortable in the role of a job seeker. Uh, what I, what I often see is Oftentimes, executives struggle because they've never had to look for a position before. Uh, quite frankly, they've either worked their way up through a company, they've been uh, the focal point of job search searches for executive search firms, uh, recruiters, they've been headhunted, they've had friends that have uh, you know, brought them in for opportunity, um, and ultimately, they've never had to worry about actually proactively running a job search campaign. And so here's the problem. Uh, even though maybe you've been in a position where the opportunities have always seemed to find you, if you are where you are right now and, and you're finding yourself needing to look for a job for the first time in your career, or maybe you're just uncomfortable, one of my other favorite sayings is, just because the ostrich buries his head in the sand doesn't mean the lion's dinner plans have changed. And the reality is, if you want to find your next executive position successfully, there are certain principles that you have to follow. Uh, the principles of success are absolute and they're clear. And if you ignore them when it comes to your job search, you do so at your own peril. Here's the bottom line. You're obviously amazing at what you do. You wouldn't have reached this level in your career if you weren't. However, the executive search space is an entirely different game and playing field altogether. Now, there's no shame in acknowledging that you don't understand it fully. After all, if you want to be good at something, you better be willing to be bad at it first before you're going to be awesome at it. You didn't wake up or you didn't start your career being amazing at what you do. You had to work through uh, your tasks, your, your responsibilities, your expertise, and you had to do that and practice it over and over and over every single day, every single week, every single month, every single year, and you got better and better, and that's what's gotten you to this point in your career. Steve Jobs didn't wake up uh, having the iPhone made. That is something that evolved over time, right? And, and that's what blew Apple, uh, you know, blew the roof off of, off of Apple and made it just an amazing company. And so you just, like anything else in life, getting comfortable with being uncomfortable about some of the required activities that only you can do for your job search and the and and really getting clear on what's required of you uh you know to be successful with your job search and your ability to conquer that discomfort or or be willing to do it anyway or at least conquer the fear or the struggle you know uh that you're going to go through is going to be success you can either conquer that or you can struggle for the next year to two while you go through your next job it's your choice but 
Pitfall number two is do not get comfortable, right, uh, being in this search process, you know, because pitfall number two, I guess, is ultimately you feel uncomfortable in the role of the job seeker. And I want you to be as, you know, successful as possible. And, you know, it, that means doing tasks, doing activities that are not natural to most people. All right. So pitfall number three is not having a system for success. Um, I talk to far too many job seekers who are just winging it. You know, you wake up in the morning, uh, you don't know what your focus is going to be. You don't have any actionable uh, goals, um, you know, or actionable items that you're going to focus on for the day. You don't have any targetable goals that you plan to accomplish. Uh, there's no accountability for what you hope to accomplish. You have to have a system and you have to focus on your job search like a business. And if you don't handle your job search like it's a job, then, you know, you're, you're going to struggle. You're, you're going to find that you are far more reactive than you should be. And most people I, I talk to know that, you know, being reactive in any business is, is a certain way to fail. It's the most certain way to not be successful uh, is being reactive. Yet when they get into their job search, I feel like most people don't know what else to do. So they throw together a resume and they just feel like, okay, I can get on LinkedIn and I can just kind of wing it. Think about it this way. Name a part of your life that's more important than your career, right? Yeah, I, I think most people will talk about their faith. They're going to talk about their family. And that's two of the things. But outside of your relationships with your family and your relationship with God or your higher power, however you see it, what is it, you know, outside of those things that has more impact in your in your life? In fact, I would even argue that uh, your success in your career has, has probably a, a significant impact on your relationships with your family. So, you know, it, it it's too important to just wing it. You know, your identity is tied to this, your self-esteem, your confidence um, I'm not saying they all should be because they certainly shouldn't be, but I've talked to way too many people and realized that that is just the reality of the scenario that we're dealing with. So I want to make sure that you understand that, you know, not having a system for success, having no plan to succeed is actually planning to fail. And I, I know that's a cliche that a lot of people have heard, but there's, there's probably no more accurate space that that speaks to than, than your job search. Now, you have to proactively put your time and energy into your relationships, into this activity, because remember, and if you've watched, listened to any of my podcasts or watched any of my YouTube videos, you know that relationships are the key to this. So you got to put your time and energy into there because only one thing makes relationships develop, and that is time, and that is you connecting with people and, and getting in front of people and uh, it doesn't have to be you talking one-to-one -one with them, but it has to have a system to get you in front of them and get them to know you uh, on a different level. And that's, it, it, there's, there's strategies there and there's all this, but like, I'm, I can't, uh, th this will end up being an hour long podcast if I go down that pathway. So just know that um, having a system for success is, is ultimately um, a, a pillar that you need to incorporate. Now, uh, you may be saying, Hey, Chris, I don't, I don't agree with your system. <laughs> I don't, I don't, uh, I, it doesn't make sense to me, whatever. In that case, I would say two things, either call me and let's talk about it. And, and I'm happy to help walk you through some stuff, get you thinking about some stuff uh, a little differently and critically, uh, challenge you a little bit. I love doing that. It's one of the favorite parts of my job. 
um, you know, so if that's the case, I invite you, uh, go to careernextagency.com and, and give me a buzz. Uh, just submit your information. I will call you. I promise you. Um, secondly, uh, if you don't agree with me and, and, and you don't want to talk, go find somebody that you do agree with. And, um, you know, that some, a system, a process that resonates with you, but I promise you, you know, you want to make sure that what you do is a situation where you're being proactive, but it's also going to have to be something that you're involved with because I find too many people think it's easy to just kind of hand the process over, but nobody, when I say hand it over, I mean to a recruiter, a headhunter, uh, a third-party company, somebody that's going to network them or connect you with whoever, uh, maybe somebody that is a decision maker. There's a lot of executive search firms that say they could do that, but the reality is nobody should be able to sell you like you can sell yourself. And ultimately, um, if you want to be able to sell yourself, you need to, you need to just do these, these tasks, uh, poorly until you're good at them and, and just keep working it, work it because it's worth it. And if you do it, it, it'll, it'll all come together for you. Um, and once again, I promise there's no better way, uh, to, to get success than walk through this system, uh, or walk through it, at least a system, be committed to it, work through it every day know what you have to accomplish day in, day out, and go from there. So pitfall number four is a psychological one. And that is you find yourself in a downward spiral and out of control. And I talk to people like this all the time. I can't tell you actually how many times I've talked to people where they spoke with me at the beginning of their job search. We talked about it uh, and then something happened. They decided for one reason or another that they didn't want to use our services. And then all of a sudden they call back six months, eight months later and uh, actually this just happened a couple days ago where they said, man, I, I wish I had heeded your advice, uh, you know, six months ago in this situation. And if I had, I feel like I'd be further along. I didn't think it would be this hard. And, you know, at this point in time, I'm, I'm just feeling, I'm feeling down. I've exhausted all my resources. I've exhausted my network. Uh, I feel like I've blown it with my network. I didn't approach it the right way. Um, I, I, Feel like I've kind of blown it on LinkedIn with a lot of people. I feel like I've exhausted and I'm sick of wasting my time on all the job boards, submitting my applications and resumes to all these postings and getting nothing in return. And, you know, the reality is it's hard. Um, you know, I, if you've listened to my podcast on the dynamics of working with the recruiters, recruiters are great, but it's really hard and spending your time looking to connect with the recruiters who have an opportunity for you. It's like finding a needle in a haystack to find the recruiter that's got the perfect job for you at the right time. Same with job postings. The average, you know, I, I read a, uh, a, an article the other day that said the average person has to, executive making over 200K has to submit one, uh, 1,500 resumes to get one response. Now that seems like an absurd amount to me, probably higher. This is just the, what the article I read. But I would, I would venture to say it's probably in the 200 range based on my experience um, that, that is probably more accurate. Um, and, and think about that. If you're submitting 200 resumes, you know, that can be a half hour to an hour per job submission. That's 200 hours. That's five weeks of you working 40 hours a week just to submit to job postings. You know, that is exhausting. And, and if you do that and you get no response or even one response out of that time, that's, I don't care how much success you've had. I don't care how much money you've made. 
I don't care how confident you were going in, when you get beaten down like that, when you get rejected, which even though they may not have called you and rejected you, not getting a response, it, it feels like rejection after a while. And it shouldn't because the truth is not, they're probably in, if you submit 200 resumes and you don't get a response, chances are not even a single human even looked at your resume, right? So that's not really rejection unless you're offended by getting rejected by a computer, which I don't think if you think about it logically, you would be. But the reality behind that is it, it, it all plays in. It's all part of the same equation, right? It's all part of your life in this process of you finding this job and that struggle is challenging. And so, you know, what I would say is when you feel that way, you know, make sure you do things to get out of your way. Don't fall into that trap. Um, we, we all have ups and downs. The reality is this is a sales job. And if you've ever done any sort of sales, you understand you're going to get told no a lot more than you're told yes, right? And you can't take the no's personally. If they're rejecting you, then they're really not they're rejecting. They're not rejecting you. They're rejecting themselves. They have their own blocks. They have their own thing. Um, yes, there are things that you can do. There are different ways that you can communicate uh, yourself. Maybe you need to tweak or work on your messaging a little bit. Um, maybe you need to enhance your brand online. Uh, there, there are a lot of things that you can do. And, and, and oftentimes it's not massive overhauls that, it, that are required. It's little tweaks in all these little areas. And if you can make little one to five degree shifts in four or five, six areas of your search, that can be a huge, huge, uh, can make a huge impact in your search process, right? And, and that's where the results come from, not making these major overhauls. Uh, it's making these little tweaks in all these different areas. But the bottom line is you have to have a system that goes back to number three to know where to focus your energy and time to get the results. And you need to make sure uh, ultimately the solution to all this is to really focus on becoming your own recruiter, really thinking about what is it that recruiters do? Recruiters go out and they build relationships with people where the opportunity is. Now, once upon a time, uh, there was there, you had to rely on recruiters because of the fact that we didn't have access to those opportunities. You didn't know who to reach. But now with LinkedIn and with different technologies, you have better access and, and you have the tools to go out and to discover them, right? So it's a pretty simple formula. Go out there, create a system, develop and cultivate relationships with influencers, establish yourself on LinkedIn, develop and cultivate relationships with decision makers, and then have a plan and be consistent with doing that, Right. And, and I find if you do that, it's going to help you avoid uh, getting out of control mentally and, and beating yourself up and getting depressed and, uh, you know, those, those classic things that I find everybody does. And if you, if you have that system, uh, you know, and, and you have a plan, then it's about waking up every day, being intentional and executing on that plan. And ultimately, just, just do it. Find a plan you believe in. And then just go out and do it. Get comfortable with being uncomfortable in the, in the role of a job seeker. Do it the right way. Don't be like a job seeker like everybody else, but be comfortable doing it and understand it's worth doing, right? And don't go out there and do it like everybody else is doing because if you do, you will struggle and we don't want that. So anyway, I hope that helps. I hope you avoid those four pitfalls. If you're struggling with any one of those pitfalls, please uh, I'd love to get on the phone with you and have a conversation with you. I mean, I, I, I love this. This is this is an area, uh, this message specifically, I find is something that a lot of people struggle with. Um, uh, pretty much everybody I've talked to struggles with at least one of these areas. And, and if you're struggling with any of these areas, 
and you just want to talk through it and get a second perspective, I'd be happy to talk to you. Um, all you have to do is go to careernextagency.com uh, and uh, you can find a way to set up a time to talk with me there. But uh, I hope that helps. Um, I hope you go out there and have a blessed, inspirational day. Go out there and crush it. I know it's hard. I know um, that, that this can be overwhelming, but you really have to go into this with the mindset that I'm going to go out there, I'm going to crush this, I'm going to own my day, I'm going to, I'm going to be proactive, and I'm going to slay this thing uh, because that's the only way you're going to get through it. And I'm certain of that because I've seen too many people you know, do it the opposite way and just think it's going to happen for them. Don't think this is going to be easy. We can, we can deal with anything we expect. So expect this to be hard. Go out there, get a plan, execute, and you can do this. So anyway, that's it. I'll talk to you on the next podcast. See ya. Thanks so much for listening. As a token of my gratitude, I want to give you free access to my executive Job Search Secrets Masterclass that'll walk you through the five steps we use with every single one of our clients to help them find their ideal job in, a, in the shortest time possible. If you look below, the link to the masterclass and your free access will be listed in the description of this podcast episode. I hope it makes a huge impact in your job search. Go out there and crush it. I'll see you on the next podcast. Like what you just heard, visit c-suiteradio.com. C-Suite Radio, turning the volume up on business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.